Good morning, forensics. Uh, my apologies for a delay in this podcast yesterday morning because of the storm Sunday night. Our internet here at school was out um, up until right when school started, and so it just completely threw me off, and so I'm just now getting around to recording that. And so what I'm going to do, as I always do, is just walk you through everything for the week. Uh I will, um, we'll start with what we did yesterday. Hopefully it was fairly self-explanatory. Um, you completed a podcast one pager. And so if you click on the podcast one pager directions, it will explain to you how to do that. You'll also see on there a link to digital templates. If you didn't want to use one of those templates, if you wanted to draw your own, it's totally fine. If you want to use blank sheet of paper, you do you, you do what works best for you and how um, you like to express what you've learned. And my biggest tip always is if you're really stuck on what a one pager is, it's just a great representation of both text and pictures to represent what you've learned. And so uh, we started this podcast yesterday. We're going to continue it on today. Um, and so what you could do is literally go on Google, type in one pager, go to images and see tons and tons of examples. And a lot of the images and examples are going to be English related because it's a, just a very common thing to do in English. But you could take that same idea, the product that they've given you, the pictures, the whole idea of it, but apply it to forensics. So it's not a difficult thing to do. When you click on what's the deal with blood types, that's where you will actually see your podcast. Um, some people have had a little struggle finding that. I'm not really sure. For I've had uh, somebody ask. It wasn't showing up. But it just says, um, it's from the Stuff You Should Know podcast. And the title of that specific episode is, What's the Deal with Blood Types? So if for some reason, because sometimes I've learned technology does different weird things. So that is what it's called. Um, so you could literally Google that on different platforms. There's all kinds of platforms that host podcasts and you would be able to find it. And so it is a long podcast. So we're actually going to finish that today in class. Also, you will see on here, there's just lots and lots of notes. Um, there's a compatibility chart, blood basic notes, forensic serology, and all about blood. Um, that right there will look familiar because we used that last week as well. And so again, this is um, just notes to help back up your learning. What we're going to do today is we are going to finish the podcast. And then um, I personally in class will go over a little bit more of the blood basics and all of that. So this is where you would want to refer back to your notes. For tomorrow, you have the ABORH simulated blood typing lab. And so this is one of those things where we've tried really hard to make what's going on in class to kind of transfer as best we can to what you would have as a virtual learner. Um, <clears throat> it's a very simple lab where we actually have, um, students are gonna have uh, fake blood, artificial blood, if you will, and they will be going through and, and manipulating that and everything. And so if you scroll down, you'll see it kind of walks you through how to do the lab. Well, that's not exactly applicable to you. So what Miss Allen has done is she has gone through, and if you'll see at the very, very bottom, she's gone through and she has done this lab for you. Um, so that really helps you as a virtual learner to see what 
how that works. So that's what she's done. And so when you click right up above that on that picture, it says click here for your ABO RH blood typing lab report, then you can click there, you can get your lab report and you can use this video that she has completed down here um, to help complete your, your lab report. So hopefully that makes sense. Again, that is just our best attempt and trying to figure out how we can uh, make that really relevant for you. And then Thursday, again, continuing on with this idea of, um, of blood, you have the case of Lenny Smith. So you're going to go on there, you're going to make a copy. And this is a lesson. It's really pretty self-explanatory. It's going to walk you through. And again, it's all about blood typing. Blood typing is an interesting, fascinating thing trying to figure out what blood matches what and just that idea uh, this has more of a forensics kind of point of view to it but blood typing you know a b o and a b and rh those are all still yes they are forensics but they're medical too so honestly just go through this it's a very self-explanatory lesson so you will be able to turn that in when you are finished with that and then we move on to, so that was Thursday, then we move on to Friday. And on Friday, we have um, a lot going on. Um, so first thing is you have your normal smind. This smind is about self-compassion. And uh, I just thought that this was great. It's a good reminder for those of us who are face-to-face -face and those who are virtual. I think we all struggle a little bit and we need to... Um, have more compassion for ourselves. So that's why I linked that article. I think it was really great. For our in-person students only, they are actually going to be doing an actual blood typing lab if they bring back their permission slip. That is just impossible to replicate for those of you at home. Um, so that is just something that it just can't, it can't, uh, there's no way to duplicate that for y'all. So we will go down here to the blood typing explained to a fifth grader. So this is an assignment that uh, it's meant to make you think. And so what I want you to do is to take this higher level, very technical medical information about blood typing. And sure, that's easy to ask questions and Google it and boom, that's easy. But the real struggle comes into and how you really know if you understand the information is if you can explain it to someone else. And so in this case, it's a scenario. You have this fifth grader, they're asking you all these questions, and you have to communicate to this fifth grader in a way that they can be informed, but also in a way that um, they can um, understand it. You can't talk above the head of a fifth grader. Fifth graders are pretty smart, but there's a lot of terminology and information on there that might blow their mind a little bit. So you have to be able to communicate this to them in a way that makes sense. And so that's what we are doing today. So this question is all about that. How do you best communicate um, this information so that it makes sense to them? And that is the whole point of what we will be doing. So that's what you're going to be doing um, with all of that. If you have any questions, please let me know and have an awesome day. Thank you.